0: Bitcoin Accumulation Country. It's that time of the week again. My name is Phil. This is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. We're in Season 3 and this is Episode 27. Hope everybody's having a great week. I've got a really interesting episode today with a gentleman named Otto. And he's got a website called cipherdiaries.net. And it's uh, it's kind of a dystopian future... um, comic well not really a comic but uh, according to him it's the actual story of what's taking place in the future and I uh, I got to sit down with him and have a little chat about uh, about his uh, you know his story and uh, you know the front line of the money wars but before we get into that we are gonna talk about dollar cost averaging and Swan Bitcoin for anybody who is interested in dollar cost averaging and who wants to be purchasing Bitcoin but doesn't want to be spending their time constantly watching the charts and listening to traders that they really have no idea whether these people are credible or not. And you kind of just want to put this in kind of in a passive sleep mode where you're simply just accumulating and hodling, being able to transfer that Bitcoin out to your own private address. So if you're interested in doing that and that falls in in your wheelhouse then you are looking for swan bitcoin with swan bitcoin the three main takeaways are we we can do automatic withdrawal from a bank account automatic purchases of btc you can time them based on your uh, when you receive your check you know you can do it uh you know let's say once um you can do it once a month um or you can do it per pay period as well Um, there's lots of options for you to be able to customize how you purchase and you could automatically withdraw to your uh, your chosen address. So if you're interested in a Bitcoin-only platform um, that is doing the uh, the great work of helping onboard people, then you definitely want to check out Swan Bitcoin. I'm gonna have the uh, the link to their website in the show notes. All right, so here we go. Here is my discussion with Otto from cypherdiaries.net. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fun with Bitcoin. I'm your host, Phil, or CoinIcarus on Twitter, whichever way you know me. And joining me today is a gentleman that wrote a really interesting story. Um, It it just totally caught my eye because I absolutely love stories about time travel and sci-fi futures and dystopian futures. And so... I as soon as uh, you know as soon as I started reading the story I had to reach out to uh, to this gentleman and we started to chat and he's a super cool guy and I'm really glad to have him on my podcast. I am talking about Otto and Otto wrote the uh, the story or is writing the story Cipher Diaries and it can be found on cipherdiaries.net that'll be included in the show notes. Otto, thank you very much for joining me on my podcast, man.
1: Icarus, Chris. It's an honor to be speaking with you.
0: So before we uh, before we dive in to the uh, you know the cipher diaries and you know what what got you to uh, to write this, uh, I always like to start with the rabbit hole story because for me that's it's super important to understand the thinker behind the thought. So um, how did you how did you get to Bitcoin?
1: Well, Bitcoin has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, even though. I didn't give it much thought up until recently. Growing up, spending my time in the metaverse, uh, I was constantly interacting with Bitcoin. Uh, The metaverse is a virtual world where anybody can build new apps, new experiences. There are many ways to earn and spend Bitcoin. And it's one of the best destinations for getting around the great Bitcoin firewall here in my time. But it wasn't until just a few months ago that I was led through a cryptographic puzzle which took me down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, as you call it. And I was introduced to a a set of content which taught me many things. taught me that the current system is broken and that Bitcoin as a network that is developed for the people, by the people can act as a cornerstone to a foundation of a new system which is incentives align with the interests of the people and can empower the people and provide a a future that that we deserve and that our future generations deserve. It was uh, upon that realization that I decided I wanted to fight for bitcoin and i committed to joining the front lines of the money wars here Uh, first i had to learn how to use bitcoin securely and learn how to operate securely in our surveillance state and shortly after that training i was recruited to the front lines and there immediately i was given an opportunity to make a great sacrifice for bitcoin I can't get into the details of what that is. It's included in my story, but I have to assume that the people who are now after me are are listening to this podcast. But I can say that I was presented with an opportunity and I took it. And because of it, I do have the most powerful people in the world after me now. And returning to my life of digital comfort is no longer an option. But because of my actions, our cavalry is in a strong position to win the money wars and secure a brighter future for ourselves and our future generations through Bitcoin. So I have no regrets. Uh, that is, that's my complete story from end to end of how I grew up using Bitcoin and how Bitcoin has led me to this moment now.
0: So, so Otto, I got a... I- First of all, I, I love I, I love your story. That that is absolutely awesome. But um, so you said that you joined the front lines of the money wars here. Um, so, I mean, which which time is this in? Because it, it to me it sounds like you're 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 talking to us from the future.
1: That's correct. Uh, the date here is July twenty sixth, two thousand and twenty eight. Uh, there was about a month ago now uh, where I made the sacrifice and I've been in hiding and on the run ever since. And uh, I've been communicating with the people of your time since then to share my story with the hope that it helps convince more people from your time to stand up for Bitcoin before it's too late. So
0: this this tells me that we that means that by 2028 we we still we're 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 still struggling
1: yes you could say that although we are in a stronger position than we ever have been and i am hopeful for our our future position but certainly the road has not been easy uh the money wars uh have been a a complex ordeal and they're only starting to to take shape in your in your time now, which is why I'm choosing to speak, communicate to your time now, because it is the ideal opportunity to stand up for Bitcoin. If more people do decide to fight for Bitcoin in the year 2020, many of the sacrifices that myself and my cavalry has made, maybe they can be avoided. Uh, That is the purpose of sharing my story. And that is my hope. But in any case, we are we are fighting, we're doing what we can, and we are hopeful for the future
0: that is absolutely fascinating okay, so all right um, you put together this uh, this website, okay we're gonna get into it the cipherdiaries.net. net um, and I, I got to tell you when I first went to it and maybe I, I just missed it, but I, I thought it only had the uh, you know the story, but now I see that there's like there's some different stuff there there's like OG training material. There's a, an OG recruitment rewards, frontline fatigues. Like, tell me about, like, why did, I guess, um, you know, why did you decide to put together this website? Like, why not just the story, you know?
1: Well, much of the content there is part of the story. The OG training oh. material, that is the same material that I consumed uh, in my training to join the Money Wars. So it consists of two sets of content one is my actual rabbit hole it contains all of the content all of the books the articles the podcasts that i consumed and which led me down my bitcoin rabbit hole and and made me believe in the future of bitcoin of course i was a i had the luxury of consuming it through a brain link transfer which is a new technology uh, that's still cutting edge here in the year 2028 but it'll it allows me to consume content directly to my neurons at a speed that's about 10 times faster than reading so i was able to consume this content much faster than anyone in your time would be able to but uh, it it assembles all of the best content from the great thinkers mainly from your time and before the second set of content there is my opsec training this is the material that taught me how to use Bitcoin securely. It taught me the theory around privacy, why privacy is important. It gave me guides on how to use Bitcoin securely. And then most importantly, it gave me the tools to use Bitcoin securely, as well as the tools to communicate securely uh, outside of the reach of nation state surveillance. Uh, So this is the same material that I consumed in my training. Uh, I felt it was imperative to share it with the people of your time so that they can go through the same training that I did and they can be prepared to fight for Bitcoin just as I am.
0: That is absolutely fascinating. I'm totally loving this, man. This is very cool. Um, Okay, so. You mentioned you mentioned that you're, you're using a technology called BrainLink. So I have to assume that Elon's Neuralink didn't end up working out.
1: So, well, well, <laughs> uh, they're they're very similar technologies. Uh, many of the names of the technologies have been changed in my stories. I'll leave it to the reader to decide if it is actually the same technology or if I'm just if I'm just protecting uh, the brands uh, for their own OPSEC purposes uh but it is the same technology as you know it uh as it's being developed by elon
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: so um i also see here you've got frontline
0: fatigues and, and i'm guessing this is the uh this is pretty interesting opsec face mask this is pretty cool man
1: yeah the fatigues I like the t-shirt look. my goal is to distribute my story as widely as possible and Part of doing that is recruiting an army of, of future OGs. And I'm doing that through my frontline fatigues. Uh, I'm using uh, a new marketplace, Scarce City, and their verifiable supply and authenticity to incentivize my army through the frontline fatigues to help distribute my story. If the destroy if my story is distributed and more widely read, they will benefit uh, through the rewards of the merchandise. Uh, I'm taking all measures that I can to distribute this story, including speaking to future OGs like yourself. Uh, I'm also working to animate my story so that it can be uh, consumed in in broader formats. So I'm taking all all means that I can to distribute my story. Frankly, it's my only hope. to escape this life of hiding and this life on the run uh, so that hopefully we can recruit more people from your time to to fight for Bitcoin. If we do, then maybe instead of hiding right now in this warehouse, I can be continuing to fight alongside my cavalry on the front lines. There's still plenty of war to be fought and that is my desired purpose, is to continue to fight for Bitcoin. So I, I'm just uh,
0: I'm just actually looking through the story, and um, I, I just want to read a, a small excerpt before chapter one that you put. Okay, there's no turning back, not after what just happened. We won the battle, but our position is sacrificed. We need more OGs. It's our only hope. The war has just begun, and we need to be ready. So I I, I definitely I I would love to see this turn into some type of a uh, you know anime you know, or some type of a, uh, a visual, you know, visual story. I I think it'd be very, very cool.
1: Absolutely. I think, uh, I think that text that you just read summarizes my current situation perfectly. The sacrifice put us in a better position, but there's still plenty of fight to continue. And without uh, additional recruitment efforts, we are at a a disadvantage and with additional recruits, we are in a stronger position. So my story is just my contribution to help get us to that better position. Uh, And yeah, uh, look, the story is the first format or the written story is the first format, but there are many other formats that we can use to help distribute the message to uh, additional potential uh, believers and hopeful future OGs.
0: OK, I definitely have more, more questions. OK, so in 2028, do shit coins still exist?
1: <laughs> well, many of the shit coins, they have served their purpose of providing innovation and, and research and development for the future of free money. But uh, with the inception of the money wars and the nation states, waging their assault against any competing currency it is only the truly decentralized currencies that are able to stay true to their free money values any other currency with a central point of weakness is exploited and ultimately has to face the the decision to either bend the knee to the nation state or cease to exist Uh, bitcoin certainly is the strongest and the best prepared uh, through its decentralization and it therefore becomes the rallying flag for the future of free money uh, for all of the decentralized ecosystem
0: very interesting okay so Now I got to, I got to ask you something not Bitcoin related because now I'm just thinking more stuff. So, okay. So is it that you traveled back in time or is it that you're still in 2028
1: and I'm communicating to you from 2020? I'm here in, in 2028. I'm communicating to you now through a, what you call a, a smartphone, uh, I believe it's from the late 2010s. It's, it's an Android device. It was given to me by Geist, who is the only person in the physical world that I can trust here. Uh, Geist is one of the, the greatest programmers that I've ever met. Uh, and as he is keeping me safe and hiding, he he took my all of my other technology, which could be traced, and left me with this sole device. Uh, it is equipped with Graphene OS, so it is able to keep me surveillance free. And it also has another piece of software, which is difficult for me to describe. I, I don't know how it works. Uh, even Geiss, uh, I believe he installed the software. And in spite of being as intelligent as he is, I, I don't believe he understands how it works. Uh, but it does allow me to communicate through the channels of your time. It allows me to publish my story, and it allows me to speak to you uh, on this call at this moment. Uh, but you know, just using the software, it's it's difficult to describe. But it it doesn't feel doesn't feel human. is the only way I can describe it.
0: Very interesting. Okay, so 2028. Have uh, have the aliens exposed themselves to us yet? Do we know who are the aliens?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> one of my uh, studies uh, growing up, one is in uh, philosophy. I have a nano degree in philosophy, and my other nano degree is in extraterrestrial studies. Uh, so there certainly has been more activity on that front, uh, and more evidence. That aliens have, in fact, visited our Earth and uh, to the extent of which is still being explored. But it is one of the frontiers of of knowledge that I personally find most most interesting and believe that we still have so much more to learn as to what their capabilities are and what kind of capabilities maybe they've given us.
0: Totally fascinating. Um, so, I mean, what uh, I, I guess, you know, but besides, I mean, obviously, you know, recruiting, you know, recruiting OGS. Like, what, what message, what message would you give right now to the uh, to the noobs, you know, that uh, that that are, you know, maybe just, you know, learning Bitcoin or, you know. Think, think that, you know, it's, it's somehow an inferior money to our garbage fiat because they don't understand how money works? Like, what message would you give them right now?
1: Well, the reason why I'm communicating with your time is because it is the moment when many people are most open to the idea of an alternate system. Your institutions have failed you. And it doesn't take someone to be too inquisitive to realize that uh, it is also the time before nation states launch their attack against competing currencies. So it is the ideal opportunity to act. I would tell them to first look around themselves and ask themselves, does the current path offer a future that they believe they deserve and that they believe their future generations deserve? If The answer is no, then I urge them to explore other options. And one of those options is Bitcoin. Learn about Bitcoin, understand how it works, understand what it represents and understand its potential. My story is one path to do that. Your podcast is another and there are many others. uh, And I've tried to uh, include as many that I can find or that helped me in my rabbit hole content. The important thing is that you find the content that is easiest for you to consume and that uh, fits your interests the best. But if you decide that you believe in Bitcoin, then you can vote for it by choosing it as money. And if you wish to fight for Bitcoin, understand that the money wars are a war that's not fought through bombs and bullets, but fought through narratives and software, and that anybody can contribute to either. You can share Bitcoin's strongest narratives with your close contacts, anyone who will trust what you say. And even the builders, if you are a programmer, of course, that is our greatest need to build new software that helps put Bitcoin in the hands of more people and creates more ways to use Bitcoin. But even if you are not, just by using these products and giving feedback to our builders to help them understand how they can improve their software, you are doing a great service. So there's a way for anybody to contribute to this fight. And the only question is, where can you best contribute?
0: I really like that. I really like that. And I totally agree, right? Right. There's, there's definitely, you know, th- there's a lot of people, I've said this before in many previous podcasts, you know, that there's a lot of people that think that because they don't write code, that they, they don't have anything to contribute to Bitcoin. Well, you know what? I, I think that that's not true because, you know what, stories end up carrying on and the stories that are timeless, stories that carry, or I should say stories that speak to us deeply, uh, usually end up standing the test of time. And I think that I think that Bitcoin is one of those stories. Sorry, Otto.
1: That's absolutely right. Uh, I think what's critical to understand that is that Bitcoin already is better money. It doesn't take someone to, to learn too much to understand that. But the real battle of the money wars is fought through attention. And on this battlefield of attention, our enemy is formidable. They've spent decades refining their products to make them more addictive and to improve their surveillance. And as they collude with nation states, they become even more powerful. So it's an an area where we truly need to fight and increase our efforts. And one of the ways to do that is to spread Bitcoin's narratives. We, We act in a way that is natural to us, which is in a decentralized manner all it takes is for everybody to convince everybody who believes in bitcoin to convince a couple more people to believe in bitcoin and our forces compound
0: i totally agree and you know what it because it gets amplified right Because when you put all of that together and all of those people carry, you know, carry the correct messaging and are able to convey it, then it becomes completely amplified. Right. And you just can't, you just can't shut it up.
1: (laughs) That's absolutely right. That's why, look, we have the potential for exponential growth of believers and fighters. And that's something that no amount of. Digital addiction. No amount of government surveillance. No amount of state pushed narratives can stop. I totally agree. Completely agree.
0: Okay, so I, I've got like more stupid questions, right? Because so I, I need to know: is 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 Roger Ver still shilling Bcash seven years from now? <laughs> like, is he? <laughs> is that still happening? Is that still a
1: thing? <laughs> the the Satoshi impersonators. Uh, continue to <laughs> make themselves known and make their threats, and it soon becomes a, one of the the weapons of of our enemy of of the nation states to claim that they themselves are Satoshi and threaten to sell their coins. Uh, it it is mimetic warfare, and they use all tools available to them just as we do and. That continues to be a tool. However, it's something that, needless to say, we are well prepared for by now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we've we, we we've pretty much built up a, a whole cache of uh, you know of weaponry against that. <laughs> so. It's a
1: battle we fought many times.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. So I, I gotta tell you I, uh, I I don't I don't really have that many other questions for you. Uh, I'm just totally fascinated and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to going back and looking through your, your website. And uh, have you, so look, I, I read, I believe I just read like one part of the story. Can m- maybe, um, can you explain a little bit uh, about the story? Like how many parts is it? Like uh, how many parts do you intend it to be? Is it complete by now or?
1: There are 10 chapters and it is complete in its current form. However, I expect there to be more story to be told at some point, Uh, but uh, it it tells the story of how I was introduced to Bitcoin, how I was led down the rabbit hole, uh, the events that led me to that moment. It goes through my training and it tells the story of how I was recruited to the front lines and the sacrifice that I made on the front lines and the position that we are in because of it. Uh, now, as I said, the, the war wages on, and I hope to continue to fight in that war, if I am able to. The new front lines will most likely be on the Eastern Front. I believe my actions and the actions of my cavalry have secured our position on the Western Front uh, in, North, in the North America and South America nations. But in the East, our enemy is better prepared They were the first of the nation states to adopt and distribute their virtual currencies. And there's still much ground to be covered there. Uh, So that's where I I hope to join my cavalry and hope to continue to fight for the future of Bitcoin and the future of self-sovereignty.
0: That is absolutely fascinating, man, Otto. Um, I'm gonna put the uh, like I said. I'm gonna put a link to your uh, your website in the show notes, and I just wanted to thank you so much for uh, for coming on my pod and chatting with me about this, man.
1: It's been a privilege, Coin Icarus. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. All right, man. We'll chat soon. All right. Stay free.
0: You too. So I hope you guys enjoyed that really interesting interview with Otto from CipherDiaries.net. Definitely go check out his website and read the story. It's, I, I found it really fascinating. It was a, it was a nice, uh, interesting read, you know, that definitely caused some wonderment. So anyways, uh, his contact details will be in the show notes along with the web address. I got a new Twitter for Fun With Bitcoin, and that is the, uh, the name. So you can reach me on Twitter, at Fun With Bitcoin. If you want to catch me on Telegram, I'm still at CoinIcarus. And if you want to shoot me an email... I am coinicaris at funwithbitcoin.com. Thank you very much for listening and I'll catch you all next time.